flow, now my jewelry box froze Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove, counted millions in a cold Bad bitch, booted swole, got her on bankroll Can't fold, that's a no, headshot, case closed What is up guys, it's Andy Purcell and this is the show for the realists Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society And welcome to motherfucking reality guys Today we have a very special Andy and DJ Cruise the motherfucking internet That's what we're gonna do, that's what cruise the internet Means, or that's what CTI means. Fuck it, I fucked up, uh, but I'm gonna keep going. Uh, CTI, cruise the internet. That's where we put topics up on the screen. We say, hey, what's true? Hey, what's not true? Hey, what could actually be going on? And then we uh, talk about how we can all individually be solutions to these problems going on in the world. All right. Then we have QAF. QAF is uh, the backbone of the show. This is an entrepreneurship, how to kick ass in business and life show. Um, we answer your questions on the show, and you can submit your questions one of two ways. The first way is... Guys, you can email those questions to askandy at andyforsella.com. And the second way is, uh, now that we're on YouTube, if you go to the Q&AF episodes and you click subscribe and you drop your comment right in there, uh, we'll pick some from there as well. Okay, a lot of you guys are still on audio. Actually, almost all of you are still on audio. Uh, give the YouTube a chance, guys. We're going to do some fun stuff over there. Go check that out. Uh other times, so we got CTI, Q&AF. Other times we got real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. That's just some information I think everybody needs to hear. And then we have full length. Full length is uh, full length and full girth. Uh, and that's where we bring in the guests and we have a bunch of people hitting here and we have a conversation and it's not an interview and I interrupt people and you get pissed and you say, hey, shut the fuck up. And uh, I never do. So that's the run of the show. Uh, we do have a fee for the show. The fee is very simple. Guys, you won't hear me read ads on the show. I don't waste your time. Not half the show is a bunch of shit that I don't use. Someone's paying me to talk about. Um, I keep my opinions authentic. I don't answer to these sponsors. I just finance the show myself and tell the truth. That's the basis of the show. And I share with you 24 years of pretty fucking successful business advice, all right, for free. Shit that other motherfuckers that have never done anything charge you for, all right? Probably because they heard it on the show for free, all right? In exchange for all of that, I have a very simple thing. Just share the show, all right? If I helped you, if, the, if it made you laugh, it made you think, if it gave you a new perspective, if it wasn't a waste of your time, if you think we're saying good stuff here, please share the show. That's how we grow the show. I don't run ads for the show. I don't pay influencers to promote the show. This is 100% organic, all right? So if you want the message to be heard, which is what a lot of you guys say, man, everybody should be listening to that show. That's up to you. So I need your help in spreading the word. So please share the show. Now, if we suck, don't share it. That's not the deal. It's only if it's good. I'm fine. If we suck a show, which I'm sure we do, never. But if we do, don't share it. All right? All right. So what's up, man? What's going on, brother? Oh, no Dude, uh, <clears throat> you know, I don't know if you saw this. We, 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 uh, you know, we're definitely on somebody's list. But apparently they just released a new uh list of red flag phrases that we should avoid oh um but we know that the opposite is true so this means we definitely should be using these okay um so i think so these are these are phrases for what just red flag right wing what does that phrases. mean yeah i mean it's just you know take a pause before sharing so apparently this is like a a uh a caution to people to to be to avoid content that uses these type of phrases these are red flag phrases yeah okay so just wanted to so see. So this is like a, a continuation of the domestic uh, extremist list. Exactly. All right. Exactly. Okay. Well, we're on that list. For yeah, sure. for sure. Now, they I'm did leave. The a, yeah, I mean, let's read the list real quick because they left. They did leave a few off. 
Oh, they did. But I want to sure. see if, uh, <laughs> how should these sound? Well, okay, let's break these down one by one, all right? Uh-huh. Let's, let's go ahead and read them. Yeah. Let, let, let tell that... the people what they are, and then we'll, we'll introduce them in our style. All right, yeah, yeah. So the that? first one Play is- Play a little game. Let that sink in. Guys, let that sink in. Right. So if you hear that, be careful. Pretty good, all right? <laughs> we can integrate that pretty easy. Here's another one. Uh, quote, the media won't report this. Guys, the media is not showing this shit. That's fuck. We can put this right in the show, this bro. This is it. This is it. All right. Another one. Uh, quote, make this go viral. Guys, share the show. <laughs> Don't be a. Oh, that's right. I'm, I'm just saying. Uh, next one is, quote, do your own research. <laughs> this is not real, bro. Bro, this is real. Like, they literally are making domestic extremist lists around do your own research. Yeah. apparently. It, it, if you don't listen to us, you're a fucking domestic exactly. terrorist. Last one, I, I love the last one's my favorite. There are no coincidences, guys. This is not a coincidence. <laughs> this is intentional. <laughs> Where do you think they got these from? I don't know, man. Apparently, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're missing fun. a few, right? They, they are missing a few. Yeah. What, what are some of they missing, Andy? I don't know. You tell me. You know. What's up, guys? Is Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck, dude! Man. This shit's just fucking. It's I just fucking comical. These it, people deserve to be mocked, dude. Like you have to, like, bro. Do your own research, okay? Hey, listen, we're gonna fucking lie our asses off. We're gonna tell you everything that we want you to believe. And if you look at any way outside of that narrative, bro, domestic terrorists. Shit. Unbelievable. Makes dude. sense to me, man. Makes fucking sense. I don't know. Other crazy shit going on, bro. Uh, right here in our own backyard. I don't know if you saw this or not. Um, hey, let that shit sink in. Yeah, let let, let that sink in. Let that sink now in. Now we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> um, right here in our own backyard. I don't know if you saw this though. Uh, Kim Gardner's back in some heat. She's what? She's back in heat. I thought she quit. Well, she she with a caveat. There's, What's there, that? She quit, but she gets to stay until J, uh, until June first. Well, that's too long. Yeah. Well, I agree with you. Um, but uh, we know we uh, just recently celebrated Cinco de Mayo here lo- uh, locally. It's a big thing. We have a big. Oh, I saw this. this. Yeah, dude. It's the it's shooting fucking, thing. The shooting. It's yeah. crazy. So this uh, this headline reads, woke St. Louis DA refuses to press charges against woman involved in Cinco de Mayo shooting in which two people were injured due to lack of evidence, despite surveillance images showing her wielding a gun. Dude. Let that sink in. Let that, <laughs> there are no fucking coincidences here, guys. I Listen, think we got this is intentional, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so, so a woke Missouri. All you got to do is look into it a little bit. Do your own research. If you did your own research, you would see this shit fairly, very clearly. Fairly, clearly, yeah. You know, um, yeah. So, so Kim Gardner, uh, a woke Missouri prosecutor, refused to press charges against a woman uh, who wielded a gun during a Cinco de Mayo shooting that left two people injured. District Attorney Kim Gardner uh, refused to prosecute due to, quote, lack of evidence, despite the suspect Amber Booker, uh, who is this young lady here, uh, shown right here, very clearly with the firearm. Um, uh, Despite Amber Booker, who's 33, being seen in surveillance footage allegedly shooting a gun at a Cherokee Street party Saturday around 7.30 p.m., along with another male uh, suspect. Um, Booker and the other identified suspect took out guns when a fight broke out amid the festival with 100 attendees at least. Um, a man and a woman, both 25, were shot in the leg and treated for non-life-threatening injuries. Booker was arrested but released on Wednesday after prosecutors denied 
a motion to charge Booker with first-degree assault and armed criminal action. According to Gardner's office, Booker wasn't charged due to a lack of evidence and the victims not cooperating with the investigation. The male suspect has not been arrested. Um, but actually, uh, uh, as of the time of this recording, he has been arrested and charges also denied. <laughs> Dude, it's, so it's the fucking, police are doing their job. It's a classic and case. The courts aren't. Now, okay. we, we do know that she has resigned. Okay. And, and I got the chance to read the letter, um, posted the Twitter. It's a bunch of race baiting, sexes, all, yeah, right. you know, all of that shit. Right. It's great. Um, Basically says that she was kicked out of office and persecuted because she's a black woman in power. Correct. Bro, you, you didn't prosecute any violent crime for None. fucking five years. You let the entire city continue its reign as the murder capital in the United States per capita. Mm -hmm. Like we've had for 30 fucking years. And you know what, bro? We're tired of it. Well, the people are tired. No, of that's it. what I'm saying. All of us. Everybody yeah. here in St. Louis is tired of it. It doesn't matter what race you're coming from or no. what neighborhood you live in. Motherfucker, this is a good town of good people, and we're fucking sick of it. Yeah. Well, I mean, here's the cryptic thing. So she, she resigned on May 4th, right? Um, now, our attorney general, uh, um, <clears throat> Andrew Bailey. Andrew Bailey. I was forgetting his first name. Andrew Bailey. He issued a statement about it. Now, mind you, this was a week before this uh, Cinco de Mayo. Well, uh, today it was a week, but a day before, literally a day before the shooting. Um, he issued the statement. He says, quote, uh, there is absolutely no reason for the circuit attorney to remain in office until June 1st, he said. Quote, we remain undeterred with our legal quest to forcibly remove her from office. Every day she remains uh, puts the city of St. Louis in more danger. How many victims will there be between now and June 1st? How many defendants will have their constitutional rights violated? How many cases will continue to go unprosecuted? And uh, I thought it was just kind of ironic that, you know, the very next day we're having this and same fucking situation. Well, um, you know what they say? There are no coincidences. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey claims that, uh, that nearly 12,000 criminal cases have been dismissed uh, by what he calls Gardner's failure. He also says there's more than 9,000 cases uh, have been thrown out as they have uh, been about to go to trial, forcing judges to dismiss more than 2,000 cases due to what Bailey described as a failure to provide defendants with evidence and speedy trials. Um, just a sad thing, man. I, I just think it was important to expose. I mean, like, here it, here it is again. Same, same old shit, man. Well, look, dude. <clears throat> Here's the real problem with this whole thing, because this will be cleaned up. This is going to get cleaned up. Good, good guys are going to win. America is going to restore order. And that restoring of order is going to be a very painful process for a lot of people yeah. because crime prosecution has been so lax across the country. People are going to scream their heads off about it being unconstitutional and racist and all this shit as soon as we start enforcing the laws again. And that's the dangerous part too that no one's thinking about. The backlash is going to be very heavy because everybody's going to see all these people getting arrested when they haven't been getting arrested for the last five or six years, right? Really, honestly, started when Obama was in office. Uh, Trump didn't really fucking do anything productive to fix that. And it will get resolved. And whether it's Trump or whether it's someone else or whether it's someone coming down the line, I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to fucking take our country back. This will be a peaceful country. This will be a country without crime. Criminals will be in jail. And when that person comes along to enforce that, 
people are going to lose their minds because of the precedent being set now. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Let that sink in. Yeah. Well, for real. Let it sink in. <laughs> Guys, we got a good show for you today. Just remember, if you want to see any of these pictures. <clears throat> what you got? What? what, what what's, what you I got? can't even I just enjoy feel like... my favorite well, first form orange sunrise energy drink on the show anymore without getting attacked. <laughs> I just don't know how. I'm just you... trying to. Uh, I'm the... just trying to open a drink and you're looking at me like I'm doing something wrong. It, I, it's so loud. I don't know. Like, I feel like you're able to make it louder than normal people. <sighs> I tell you what. What's that? I don't run ads on the show. But if I did, <laughs> certainly would be for this Orange Sunrise First Form Energy Drink. Best motherfucking energy drink on the earth. It is really fucking good. It's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, guys, if you want to see any of these articles, pictures, links, videos, go to andyforseller.com. You can find them there. And uh, with that being said, let's get into our show. We got headline number one. Headline number one reads, slap in the face, South Shore residents outraged over migrant housing plan. So this is uh, coming out of Chi-Town. Um, let's get into this. So the uh, Chicago mayor's office is preparing to discuss plans to house migrants at the old South Shore High School. It's a proposal that is causing some stir within the uh, community. The public forum was held at the South Shore International College Prep Thursday night, uh, and it was a packed house that strongly opposed the idea of migrants being housed in their neighborhoods. Quote, I am just outraged. I'm outraged, and I don't understand why our community was chosen, said one of the residents during the forum. Uh, I have the video here. Um, this was from the local Fox 32 affiliate. Uh, covering the story. I think it's important to watch the full uh, full video for, for context. Here it is. ...that you would consider such action about a forgotten community that none of you live in. Developing tonight, outbursts and outrage at a community meeting in South Shore over a housing plan for migrants. The debate comes as the city deals with the crisis of where to put migrants bust in from the border. Elizabeth Matthews is live now with more. Elizabeth. Corey and Don, contentious to say the least. This forum was a chance for city leaders to get input from the public about the old South Shore High School housing migrants. The city got their input. A packed house at the South Shore International packed. College Prep High School. The crowd voicing their opinion, strongly opposing the addition of migrants in their community. I am just. Pause real quick, Andy. What did you? What did we just see there? Well, I definitely saw a sign that said "Build the Wall 2024." Who's holding that? Who's holding that sign? Well, to me, that looks like an American woman holding that sign, for sure. Definitely American woman. That's what it looks like. If you wanted to point something else out, you that is an African American woman, okay, a black but, woman, holding that sign that says "Build the Wall." Now, that's a, a normal uh, uh, nomenclature. I, guess, I think quote. that phrase is on the watch list. Yeah, no, he definitely left that yeah. one off the list for sure. Yeah, that's like that's like right above do your own research. <laughs> All right, so we got another one on the team here. Yeah, yeah, she's definitely right, on the team. Cool. I just thought that was important to point out. Let's yeah. continue. A packed house at the South Shore International College Prep High School. The crowd voicing their opinion, strongly opposing the addition of migrants in their community. I am just outraged. 
I'm outraged and I don't understand why our community was chosen. City representatives saying the old South Shore High School would not be a shelter, but one of three respite centers for the migrants to temporarily sleep, eat, and take a shower. Starting with about 250 people taking up the building's first floor. This is a way for the city to get the current 300 migrants out of the police stations. Questions were asked, but answers hard to hear interrupted by the upset crowd. Before the meeting, a small protest part. of South Shore neighbors demanding the energy put into the migrant issue be put into their neighborhoods. It is a slap in the face that we as citizens right. of the United States of America do not have the resources and support, but you're going to bring people who are not citizens here in our community, in our buildings that we pay taxes Fuck for, yeah, that you took away from us. Yeah. That is completely unacceptable. We are in a humanitarian crisis right now. The black people in Chicago Motherfucker, are she bleeding must listen on to the, show. the streets. Mayor-elect Brandon this is the response. this to say about the migrant crisis. We have a responsibility to make sure that families who are seeking love and support here in the city of Chicago and throughout the state of Illinois, that they are not just welcome, but they are serviced. So is this a done deal? A spokesperson for Mayor Lori Lightfoot's office says this is a possible solution, but still a fluid situation. Reporting live tonight, Elizabeth Matthews, Fox 32, Chicago. I mean, I don't know how you make it more clear than that. You, when you have a community of people that are outraged, screaming, telling you clearly, we don't want this. And then for the mayor-elect and the sitting mayor saying, yeah, well, the situation's still fluid. It's still a solution. Completely completely disregarding the, the actual temperature on the ground. It's insane. Andy, what do you got on this? I think this is a perfect example of how the Democrats look at the black communities across the United States. Mm -hmm. This is what people like me and other people have been trying to show the black communities across the United States. That these people that you continue to vote for will continue to put you at the end of the line in terms of your rightful benefits as, like this woman said, a United States taxpaying citizen. And none of these people should be here. None of these people, there shouldn't be one extra person that's fucking here without going through the actual legal immigration process. Not a single motherfucking one. She's 100% right. Those people are 100% right. And what I'm hoping they're starting to understand is that the people that they continue to vote for who come in every two years, every four years, and promise all of this great shit that never deliver for the last 50, 60 years at all, have zero intention of delivering. In fact, their intent is to keep these communities suppressed and oppressed to maintain power for themselves. And this is a beautiful thing because I actually believe that we're starting to make some progress here into understanding the reality of our current political system and those parties' objectives in the United States. Yeah, no doubt. <clears throat> but it doesn't just stop in Chicago. Even uh, Mayorkas, uh, the headline reads, Mayorkas, Americans' priorities are subordinate to nations of immigrants. No, that's not fucking true, motherfucker. This, this guy on, on Chicago, the mayor-elect saying, not only welcome them, but service them. What about your own community? Right. What about your own people, bro? That's a black man it's telling his own fucking community of black American people that they are below the priority of illegal immigrants and migrants who were criminals for the most part and they're military-aged males from other countries. These people have never paid a cent in tax. We owe them nothing. They do not deserve to be here. And they are taking opportunity and 
quite honestly, it's going to turn into a much bigger shit show. And I'm sure we'll talk about this more in the show. But these people are right. And you should not be surprised because if you remember, while they were race baiting all these years, every single election, they called Trump a racist for wanting to close the border down. And you guys went along with it. You said, oh, yeah, that's racist. Xenophobic. You guys went along with it. The, 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 anybody who voted Democrat, you fucking went along with it. And now you're dealing with the consequences of going along with things that aren't true. It is not racist to keep people who are not American citizens out of our country until they properly go through the process to become a citizen of our country, at which point they should be adopting our norms and cultures and accepting our country, which most legal immigrants do. Most legal immigrants are the biggest patriotic Americans there are because they appreciate what this country offers and what it stands for. These migrants don't do that. They come here and they make the neighborhood their own culture and they say, fuck y'all, your culture. And so now we're going to have clashes because they're going to do this in every single inner city black community in the United States. And now we're going to have clashes between the migrant culture and the black population. And it's bullshit that these, these, these American citizens, because that's what they are, that's yeah. what I see, have to fucking fight and argue and share space with motherfuckers just because these people say so. Nobody wants these people here. And a lot of you guys are totally ignorant to the reason they're bringing them here. They're bringing them here for a number of different reasons. We'll talk about it more. I'm sure. Do you have more? Well, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw this. I mean, we talk about the intentional uh, kind of you know, controlled flow uh, of these migrants coming in. I don't know if you guys have seen this, uh, but a new development came out. This headline reads, Biden DHS using encrypted chat room to collude with Mexican officials to bring illegal aliens into United States. Authorities are using WhatsApp to facilitate migrant transfers across the Rio Grande. Like, I mean, <clears throat> it's here. So, and then this is, a, a, Bro, this, should, this should fucking infuriate Infuriated. Everybody. Especially after the information that's coming out that a lot of us have been saying, me particularly, about Biden being compromised by these foreign governments. Now it's coming out. And you have to ask yourself and do your own research <laughs> to figure out who would actually want all of these migrants, all of these military-age males, all of these people who have been emptied out of prisons of Venezuela and other third world fucking countries, okay? Who would want those people in America? Because the people of America do not want them here. It's very clear. Do not want them here. And that is a bipartisan, united issue outside of the brainwashed far progressives who still haven't been touched by it, all right? I was talking to a friend of mine who lives down in Arizona who was telling me that, like, dude, it's completely fucking up everything. Texas fucked up. New Mexico getting fucked up. Like, bro, wait until they actually start coming. It hasn't even started yet. And we have our own government who is being paid, allegedly, by foreign governments to make policy decisions. Now, who benefits from... You know, they have six million now. There's another million supposedly today. All right. Now, who, who benefits from that? Who benefits from that? Who benefits from our country being dissolved and our culture being dissolved 
through integration. Who benefits from that? Who benefits from our national identity being watered down? Who benefits from the American culture disappearing and becoming a bunch of other little cultures from third world countries where there are no rules and there are no regulations like the ones that we have here? Who benefits from that? It's the same people that are paying our fucking president. And you guys haven't figured it out yet. You're not understanding what's happening. This is the intentional destruction of our fucking country. And you continue to think this is just random coincidence. Guess what? This is not a coincidence. The crime in the blue cities. Intentional. All right? Intentional. The migration issue. Intentional. They're inviting them now. Okay? They're going on TV. They're going on TV. Kamala Harris is going to Central America on TV. Do not come in the most inauthentic way possible. And then behind the scene, they're actually coordinating through encrypted chat rooms of how to get these people here when not a single one of you motherfuckers listening wants them here. That's another thing that's going to be a big hard. It's going to be a hard social thing for people to accept. Because there is going to come a time where these people will be gathered up and shipped the fuck back to where they came from. And whether that comes now, because the people in Washington grow some fucking balls to represent the people, which, by the way, you guys are pussies, dude. You guys are fucking pussies. You're allowing our country to be invaded by military-age males sent here from all different other countries, and you know it, and you're doing fucking nothing. You're doing nothing. These people do not serve us. No. I think it's very, very obvious. I think it's a great thing for the black communities to start seeing what these people that they vote for actually are willing to do to their own communities in order to stay in power. And so when we ask ourselves, why would a country want that? Why would, it, why would our enemies want that? Well, how else are you going to get people that are going to fight for their cause here in this country? How else would you do that? If you were going to invade the United States of America, do you think you could just drop boats on the fucking shore of California? No, you couldn't because mm-hmm. they get taken out, right? Could you parachute them in like on that movie Red Dawn? No, they get shot down. How could you get them in? Well, you could get them in by convincing a whole bunch of people that don't really understand what's going on to have a, that have a big heart to say, these are families of children and these are good people seeking asylum and these are people who need our help and, and, and pray on the good-hearted people of this country to actually funnel through a bunch of military-age males from other countries. Because that's the thing. These are not just, you know, Mexicans. Now, what happens when they say, hey, uh, here's a uniform, here's a rifle, and you know what? Take what you can get, and you get to keep it. People aren't understanding the big picture, bro. Yeah. They're not understanding the big picture. We're being invaded. We're being destroyed. The inflate, the destruction of our currency is intentional. The crime in our blue cities is intentional. The uh, abandonment of our law and order is intentional. The emptying of our prisons was intentional. Okay, the attack on firearms is intentional. Now, you should think about why they're trying to push so hard to get you to fucking not have any guns right now. Mm-hmm. Okay? The border crisis is intentional. The Ukraine war, sending our military, sending our weapons, sending our money, sending all of our military resources over there, that's intentional, okay? Depleting our oil reserves, 
to falsely or, uh, lower gas prices before a midterm election kills two birds with one stone. It makes us more vulnerable. Plus, it helps win people's vote who don't understand why they're doing it. And you line all these things out and you ask yourself, you may not believe that these people are compromised foreign agents of other countries. You may, that might be hard for you to believe. That's hard to believe, right? Who's running Hollywood? China. Who's running the big sports leagues? China. Who's running corporate America? China. Who's running our government? And when you make a list of all the things that you would do to take down the United States of America, step by step, our current administration is doing every single one of them, even if it's against the will of their own voter base. Why would they be willing to do things that are against the will of their own voter base if they were afraid of elections? They wouldn't. So maybe you should let that sink in. Yeah, shit. <clears throat> Guys, tell us what you think in the comments. Do you agree? I mean, to any of you that think I'm having some sort of like paranoia about this, let's just play this game. If you were going to destroy the country any faster, how would you do it? Or would you do anything differently? What could you do worse? What could you do to destroy the country? What else could you do? What could you do? You couldn't create more crime. You couldn't create more division. You couldn't devalue the dollar anymore. It wouldn't be functional. You couldn't let more people across the border. Okay. You couldn't send any more military uh, aid and, and money over to Ukraine. You couldn't deplete our oil reserves anymore. We couldn't function. So what else could you do? So you guys don't get it. It's right in front of your faces. It's right in front of your faces. You're not you're refusing to admit it. It's an uncomfortable truth to realize. We have been sold out. Our country is under attack. This is serious shit, and it's only a matter of time before it touches you at your front door. So you better get vocal about it. You better get engaged in it, and you better start working to be prepared and also be taking care of yourself in the personal excellence way, raising of standards. The reason this has happened is because we've gotten lax in our standards here in this country. Yep. We've taken it for granted. It's been an embarrassment of riches. We've gotten soft, however you want to say it. We haven't valued our freedom, and most of us don't value freedom here because we've never been anywhere else and seen what it's like in other places. It can get a lot fucking worse, and we're going to get a taste of it. And if my honest opinion is, it's going to be good for everybody. Mm. It's necessary. Seems to be. Yeah. Because I've been on here for years and years and years saying the same shit, telling you exactly what was happening, exactly what was going to happen, and it's very rare that I missed. I've missed twice, and I can tell you exactly when it was. I believe that these people were going to be arrested before the inauguration in, in 2020. And I believe they were going to start the world war before the midterms. Okay. I was wrong on both those things, but I ain't missed otherwise. And if I have, I'll fucking tell you, but I didn't. And I've been saying this for years. And the fact that this is now happening and you guys are freaking out, like I'm over here, like. Fuck. I told you. Yeah, man, I get it. And that's why I ask you to share the show. That's why I ask you to share the show because you may be uncomfortable to share a little bit of the show because your aunt Susie or your crazy cousin on Facebook is going to argue with you. But I can promise you it's messages like these and people standing with messages like these that are actually going to turn the tide for us to get our fucking country back. Make this go viral guys.
Guys, that was headline number one. Let's uh let's check into headline number two. Gotta follow up on our uh on on DT, man, just for a little bit at least. Oh man. Uh headline number two reads CNN should be ashamed of themselves. AOC and Joy Behar lead backlash to Trump's town hall, claiming audiences stacked with his cult, as others say former president walked all over Caitlin Collins, who he branded as a nasty person. Now, I I didn't see the whole thing in its entirety, right? Like I did. But I I watched enough clips to put it together. It was pretty bad. <laughs> It's pretty. It's pretty bad. Listen, However, man. you know, I think CNN should take that as a win, man. It's most probably the most views they've had. Guaranteed, it was the highest rating they've had in fucking years. In years, guaranteed. In years. Um, I so, don't know if those ratings are out, but see if they're out. I don't think them. they are, though. Yeah. Yeah. So Alexandria Oscio Cortez and Joy Behar have led condemnation of CNN's decision to host a town hall with Donald Trump, which saw the former president bask in the spotlight and repeat a series of lies uh, joking about being found liable for sexual assault and mocking the moderator as nasty. The 70-minute session held in New Hampshire in front of a strongly pro-Trump crowd seemed at times more like a Trump rally than an interrogation as the former president held court and moderator Caitlin Collins tried to keep control. During the tense confrontation with Collins, he called January 6th a, quote, beautiful day, uh, insisted he had every right to take classified documents to Mar-a-Lago and wouldn't say whether he uh, wanted Ukraine or Russia to win the war and said uh, the end of Title 42 would be a day of infamy. Uh, quote, hope everyone enjoyed CNN tonight. The New Hampshire audience was amazing. Thank you, wrote Trump on his Truth Social platform after the show. Uh, the town hall set social media on fire with supporters and critics of the former president animated. Uh, here was uh, AOC's tweet. <laughs> she said, uh, quote, CNN should be ashamed of themselves. They have lost total control of this, quote, town hall uh, to, again, be manipulated into platforming election disinformation, defenses of J6, and a public attack on a sexual abuse victim. The audience is cheering him on and laughing at the host. <laughs> and we're laughing at you, too. <laughs> Joy Behar, uh, quote, the CNN thing is a joke. The audience is stacked with this cult. Caitlin is good, but it's impossible to deal with this pathological liar. Like, everybody was going into it. I think, let's just look at, a, like, some of my favorite clips from it. Well, let's let's look at the amount of traffic this lady's got on her tweets. Oh, yeah, no. Um, you're a world-famous talk show host in prime fucking time, bitch. And you got fucking 2,800 likes. I get more likes than that taking a shit. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see some of these clips, though, man. I thought they were pretty, pretty solid. Let's see. This. Let's check a couple of these out. You once said that using the that using the debt ceiling as a negotiating wedge uh, just could not happen. You you said that when sure. you were on the That's Oval when Office. I was president. To, so why is it different now that you're out of office? Because now I'm not president. <laughs> Dude, you you can't like you can't not like his wittiness. It's not that, bro. Like. he's all he's doing. Listen, here's the thing that's happening in front of their faces. Mm -hmm. They're being forced to confront an uncomfortable reality that most people actually like this dude. Yeah. Okay. And we're not just talking about people like me, far right fucking look at the crowd. Listen, bro. I'm not even far right. It's anybody who's not far left is far right. Exactly. Okay. It's fucking language. Like they do with everything. I'm a fucking Pro-freedom American, bro. Leave me the fuck alone. I'll leave you alone. Pay no tax. 
fuck these tyrants. Let's be fucking free. No crime. Cut your fucking dick off if you fuck with kids. That's my policy. Elect me. I'll fix this shit. Okay? Um, I don't care if you're gay. I don't care if you're a lesbian. I don't care what the fuck you do in your life. I don't fucking care. Obey some simple rules. Don't hurt people. Don't, don't fucking fuck. steal from people. No. Don't fuck their shit up. Don't, don't be violent. Don't fuck with kids. Don't fuck with kids. And no. outside of that, Good. do whatever the fuck you want. Leave us alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hit, a few hit. other things, like banning social media. But I'll, that's a whole other topic. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. wait till we get in office to actually put that in. <laughs> all right. Public, public execution of tyrants yeah. all day long. Paper files. Yeah. yeah. I, I like this video. when uh, talking about the, the elections here. Let's check this one out. Why should Americans put you back in the White House? Because uh, we did fantastically. We got 12 million more votes than we had in, uh, as you know, in 2016. Uh, I actually say we did far better in that election. Got the most uh, that anybody's ever gotten as a sitting president of the United States. Uh, I think that uh, when you look at that result and when you look at what happened during that election, uh, unless you're a very stupid person, you see what happens. A lot of the people, a lot of the people in this audience, and maybe a couple that don't, but most people uh, understand what happened. That was a rigged election. Yeah. Now, now, dude, but here's the thing, DJ. These these people on CNN. This is why I love this so much. These people on CNN are realizing in real time on their platform that the fucking people that they think are with them are not with them anymore. I guarantee you they probably tried to make it like right. oh, half and half. We'll They're freaking them. the fuck out. Yeah, right they now. are. Well, and it's actually very evident because yeah. let's look at CNN's response. Uh, so this was the article that they decided to ride with. The headline reads, eight takeaways from Trump's CNN town hall in New Hampshire. Um, this is a CNN article. This is supposed to be their, uh, their response, I'm assuming. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> They're just crying. <laughs> Can he stop lying about the 2020 election? No, no, no actual American, <laughs> after observing what's happened over the last few years, and a lot of people pointing out the intentional destruction of our country. Now, the like when this happened, when the election happened, bro, there was a lot of people who were like, there's no fucking way. There's right. no fucking way they stole the fucking election. And by the way, if you aren't paying attention, that would should be like the automatic you know, response. Like, I think we have a reasonable expectation to believe that our government is not a bunch of fucks to that level. Like, we all know they're fucks, but like, they're going to cheat. We're going to be doing third world shit now. Right. And, you know, for a lot of us, we, we saw it the whole time and we tried to warn people. We tried to show people. And those people were like, no fucking way, bro. Put on your tinfoil hat. You're a, you're a fucking traitor of the country. This is, and, but now... Now those same people, three years later, are like, holy shit, dude. Holy shit, dude. They actually stole the election. And so what these people on CNN are actually fucking missing is that the people who actually believed them three years ago are the more passionate group about the election getting stolen than the people who saw it up front. Mm -hmm. You follow what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. So there's more enthusiasm for that issue with people who got fooled the first time, just like a lot of people who got forced into taking the vaccine who, you know, were trying to, uh, who believed the narrative, right? And then they attacked all their friends and family and favorite podcast hosts, you know, about standing up while we were just trying to stand up for you guys. Right. You know, so like as these things deteriorate and as these things um, progress in a negative way, I hope that all those people 
will stop to remember all the bad shit that you did to other people who were literally just trying to help you out because now you're seeing it. Okay. And we still have room for you over here. We want you over here. We need to unite on this, but don't be dicks, man. Right. Like these same people that you think you hate, we were fighting for you. A lot of people gave up a lot of shit to fight for you and you fucking shit on them for three fucking years. Something to think about. Yeah, it is, now, I'm not man. saying that's unforgivable shit because we got to forgive people to move forward. But the reality is, is you should listen to smart people who have been fucking consistently right over and over and over again instead of just calling them names. And those same people who warned you about that shit back then are now warning you about other shit. And you should take what they're saying a little more seriously this time. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Man. I, I mean, some of the, 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 so these are the eight points just quickly. Trump makes dismissive comments about Carol, the, uh, the liable rape case. Uh, the second point was Trump says GOP should be willing to blow up debt ceiling. Uh, Trump is vague on federal abortion. Trump won't say if he would back Ukraine in war with Russia. Trump says he'd pardon January 6th rioters. Um, Trump suggests family separation immigration policy could return. Um, Trump it's not aggressive enough. Well, I mean, you know, these, these my are- My biggest gripe with Trump is that it's not aggressive enough. Yeah. Like, my biggest gripe with Trump is that he's not- Like, dude, if you really want to win the election, and you guys listen down there, I know you do. Yeah. Because I talk to a lot of you guys down there. If you want to win the election, you need to start telling the truth about exactly what you're going to do. I'm going to fix fucking crime. I'm going to lower fucking taxes. I'm going to deport all this, these illegals. I'm going to clean up the fucking streets. I'm going to clean up the court system. I'm going to clean up the government. We're going to fix a whole bunch of shit and return this to the land of the free, land of opportunity, land of equality for all people. And we're going to take care of our fellow Americans first before we fucking ever do anything again for someone else. Yeah. Start saying the truth. We're going to fucking execute tyrants. We're going to fucking put them in jail. We're gonna, that's what the people want to hear, bro. Yeah, it is. People want to hear that shit. Yeah, it is. My favorite clip. Did you see the clip when they tried to interview that uh, the panel of like eight people after the town? Yeah, hall? it was awesome. They uh, they they trying to they tried to corner this dude, this dude here <laughs> on the bottom left. Yeah, they try, and he's just like, yeah, no, no, it's yeah. great, it's great. Let's watch it real quick. Any of you think it looks worse? Any of you think the same thing about him as you did when you walked in? So all of you feel that way. First thing I want to ask you about Donald Trump. We have to be blunt about it. Is not a truth teller. That's the way he's always been when he was a businessman. He's been a politician. He has lied about the 2020 election. Stuff ballot boxes. It's all made up. He's lost. Okay, stop. Look at this guy straight up fucking trying to gaslight and lead these people. Mm -hmm. Like, watch his fucking face. This is a highly manipulative behavior right in front of your face. This is a guy who knows that these people are Trump supporters. And he is trying to make statements as if they are facts. Right. To make these people basically infer that they agree with him. Okay, this is fucking psychological manipulation, highly fucking manipulative tactic that these people are experts at. And this is what they've been doing for the last fucking two decades in our country. This guy's just really bad at it. Yeah. Nice fucking haircut. He doesn't even heard. <laughs> he don't even believe what he's saying. Let's be clear. Right. Donald Trump is a liar. He's not a truth teller. People are tired of this kind of manipulation. We might have been fooled by it 10 years ago. Some people were fooled by it even two years ago. But after what they did with COVID and after what they've done the last three years to our country, everybody's seeing it. And so we have no fucking remorse for you fucks in the media. Nah. Fucking assholes. Q-tip looking motherfucker. Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. Wait. Donald Trump, 
we have to be blunt about it, is not a truth teller. That's the way he's always been when he was a businessman, he's been a politician. He has lied about the 2020 election, stuffed ballot boxes, it's all made up. He's lost dozens of court cases. There's videos. It you that he keeps talking about 2020 and not 2024. I'll ask you first, this is Jonathan Leslie, he's 40, Republican, voted for Trump twice. How do you feel about those lies? So I feel like part of it's also the media narrative as you guys asked him the first question at the town hall about the 2020 election rather than current stuff. So don't you think he could say it's time for me to start talking about 2024 and not lies that aren't true? Couldn't the media ask him a question about 2024? Well, there were questions, but you're right. That was the first thing, but that's something that was on our mind. And that's why I was asked first. Mike McLaughlin is 21. He is... Dude, they're probably in his ear like, okay, next question, next no, question. But, see, <laughs> but here's the thing, bro. So these fucking people like AOC, like, listen, you got to understand the dynamic. These people are, they're too far in. Mm. AOC can't get out of what she's done. Mm -mm. Biden's can't get out of what they've done. The media can't get out of what they've done. So now they've, they've gone from lightly suggesting it to stating it as fact and putting people in positions to disagree when people just don't like to disagree, right? That's why we're here. We're here because they have trained us to go along with things that are deemed politically correct. And one of the things that they have turned into politically correct is that if you deny the 2020 election or question it in any way, you're a traitor to the country. No, motherfucker. It's actually the opposite. You actually care about the country and the integrity of the systems that were put in place and laid out by the constitution of this fucking country that your two fucking feet rest in right now. We're questioning it because of the integrity to maintain what this country is always supposed to be. And now you're seeing in real time the consequences when people take that for granted and think it's no big deal. Yeah. So look, you guys are done. The media's fucking done, bro. And they're so hooked in, they're going to get way worse with this shit because yeah. they don't have another tactic. So they're going to get worse and worse and worse. They know there's thousands of hours of clips of them pushing these agendas, pushing the vaccine, closing the fucking country, do, supporting all this shit at the border, all this shit. These people are so guilty, they can't do anything but continue to fucking lie, okay? And they're going to try to force their lies on us every which way. And what they're ha what's happening in real time on CNN is that people are rejecting it. It's fucking, it's actually a pretty monumental moment in the history of media hmm. is that they're getting laughed at by their own fucking people. That thing of stalking the audience with, Trump support, that's bullshit, mm -hmm. okay? These are just regular people, bro. Go find a group of people that ain't gonna laugh at that shit because it's funny. They're trying to hammer him. He's saying, nah, okay, bitch, right? right? Like, and we're, we're laughing. Think you're a nasty person. Yeah, she is a nasty person. Yeah. These people are all nasty, bro. And that, look at the tactics they use. They attack every single fucking person any way they can that disagrees with the narrative. They try to destroy lives. They get people fired. They make them lose their businesses. They make up all kinds of shit about him. Like, bro, these people are ruthless fucks. Yeah. And they're going to get more ruthless because they're hooked in, bro. They can't stop. They can't stop. They're too far gone. If we were to hold Nuremberg trials today in this country, those people would all be executed. Yeah. That's real, man. Guys, that was headline number two. It's time for our final headline. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, Comer says Biden involved in family biz dealings, brother, grandkids, Hunter and his wives all got paid. I feel like somebody said this. Yep. 
Bro, I'm tired of saying it. Dude. I'm tired of doing this show like this. Like, fuck, bro. I want to fucking go talk about making money and help people win. That's the shit I like. Like, this shit here, this is not fun for me. I don't fucking like this. Do you think I like the fucking bullshit that it creates in my life? No, I do this so that fucking we don't lose everything we fucking have. And still yet, I can't get half of the people that love the show to fucking share it because they're afraid. Like, bro, if you're that afraid, we're fucked. Yeah. You know, you guys, uh, it's not just about sharing. It's the whole thing. I get it. I get it. Yeah, so this article reads, House Oversight Committee Chairman James Comer said the panel believes President Biden, quote, has been involved in his family's foreign business dealings, quote, from the very beginning, telling reporters that lawmakers are only in the beginning stages of their investigations. Comer listed the Biden family members who received funds, including Hunter Biden, Jim Biden, Joe Biden's brother's wife, Hunter Biden's girlfriend or Bo Biden's widow, however you want to write that, uh, Hunter Biden's ex-wife, Hunter Biden's current wife, and three children of the president's son and the president's brother. Uh, quote, so we're talking about grandchild. A grandchild. That's odd, Comer said. Uh, quote, most people that work hard every day, grandchild doesn't get a wire from a foreign national or anything like that. Shit, I never got one. No, I mean, hey. Uh, I'll take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, shit, where my grandpa at? <laughs> where you at? Uh, Comer and GOP lawmakers on the committee held a highly anticipated uh, press conference on Capitol Hill Wednesday mo uh, morning to share new information uh, out of their investigation into the Biden family's foreign business dealings. Quote, this committee is investigating President Biden and his family's shady business deals that capitalize on Joe Biden's public office and risk our country's national security. Comer said, adding that the committees intend to, quote, provide transparency to the American people and reach legislative solutions. Uh, Comer said Biden, while serving as vice president, quote, was a walking billboard for his son and family to collect money. Uh, Comer pointed to media reports that suggested no transactions took place while Biden was vice president. Quote, we've proven that wrong, he said. Joe Biden said during 2020, that his family never took any money from China today. We've proven that wrong. Uh, Comer added, quote, we believe that the president has been involved in this from the very beginning. Um, now, who are we talking about? Who is it coming from? Um, and despite, the article continues, says, despite the White House's uh, repeated denials of Biden's involvement and repeated smears of the committee's investigation, Comer maintained that the committee will not pursue witch hunts or string the American people along for years with false promises of evidence that is beyond circumstantial evidence. Uh, just before the press conference, Comer and Republican lawmakers released a more than 30-page memo uh, Wednesday morning revealing newly subpoenaed bank records that say uh, they say show that the Biden family and its business associates created more than 20 companies and received more than $10 million from foreign nationals while Joe Biden served as vice president and that some of the payments can indicate attempts by the Biden family to peddle influence. Um, now, uh, the White House has slammed the committee's investigation as, quote, evidence-free and politically motivated. The White House has also maintained that President Biden has never been involved in his son's business dealings. But again, there's pictures of him with the motherfuckers. There's videos of him bragging in fucking Ukraine about 
There's White House visitor logs. Bro. It's all there. Now, now here's an interesting thing, and I want to get your take oh, on and this, then, And then, hold on. Let's talk about all the shit that he's done to destroy the country intentionally. We covered earlier. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What's going on that list? It's all there. But I want to get, some, I want, I want to get your take on something. Uh, this headline reads, FBI refuses to give Congress informant file alleging Biden took bribes as vice president. Why is the FBI not cooperating? Isn't that their, isn't their job to investigate, you know, shady business deals like this, especially when it's involving uh, the free world, right? The, the, the leader of the free world. Um, the FBI has refused to give Congress an informant file alleging that President Biden took bribes while he was vice president. Post has learned setting up a possible showdown over access to the information. Uh, so James Comer issued a legally binding subpoena last week requiring the FBI to turn over the file by noon Wednesday. But the Bureau insist, uh, instead replied with a six-page letter raising uh, various objections. Quote, information from confidential human sources is unverified and by definition incomplete, wrote FBI Acting uh, Assistant Director for Congressional Affairs Christopher Dur uh, Dunham, uh, who also argued that informant reports must also be kept private to protect sources. Quote, as is clear from the name itself, confidentiality is definitional to the FBI's confidential human source program, Dunham wrote. Confidential human uh, sources often provide information to the FBI at great risk to themselves and their loved ones. The information they provide also can create significant risks to others who may be referenced in their reportings. Uh, the FBI official concluded, quote, we Hope this helps you understand that keeping this kind of source information free from the perception of reality of improper influence and preventing the redirection of this information for non-law enforcement and non-intelligence uses is necessary for the FBI's effective execution of our law enforcement and national security responsibilities. Um, they're not playing ball is what it sounds like to me. Well, I mean, couldn't they just do what they do with the Epstein client list? They cover the names and tell the crimes. Redact Isn't the crime it? what's important here? Exactly. Don't they redact every single fucking name out of every single fucking report that they do? These people are full of shit. And y'all in there that are fucking doing this shit and not helping, you're traitors. Plain and simple. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's that simple. Plain and simple. Man. You need to ask yourself where your fucking heart is because this is bullshit. We have our three-letter agencies protecting a corrupt fucking... And then, by the way... Attacking one that isn't corrupt. <laughs> That's the worst part about it. These people are pieces of shit, dude. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the DOJ decides to do with all of this new information because they, they did wait. Obviously, the indictment on Hunter Biden didn't come out. They waited uh, for this press conference that happened when, this Wednesday. Um, so it's definitely going to be interesting to see what comes of it, man. You know. I mean, what do you think, bro? But, but, but it just scares me that the FBI is not trying to play ball. Because, I mean. I guarantee you there's a whole bunch of FBI agents on the, on the field level that are like, this is bullshit. Yeah, why are we not doing it? Yeah, and why are you guys not working together to fucking force them to do the right thing? This shit's sad. It's the destruction of our country right in front of our face. At. At. In the interest of zero people in America, no, no one is for this shit. If it's really true that we have a president of the United States who's taken money 
from foreign governments in multiple different ways to affect policy decisions. That means we are occupied by a foreign source. Okay, that mean, that's treason. That means we have had a coup in our country. And peop, it, if it's all true, and that means that people are grossly misunderstanding what's actually happening. Now, in my personal opinion, that's what I believe happened. Yeah, no, absolutely. The coup was not J6, or the attempted coup no was shit. not J6. The coup happened in November that was their of 2019. Fucking, that was their fucking cover for their own shit. That's why they instigated the whole thing. That's why fucking there was, you know, FBI informants and agents all throughout the crowd. Yep. That's why the police force and the military backup was denied by Nancy Pelosi, which is on document. Okay, Trump asked for it. They denied it. You know why? Because they knew what they were doing. All right. And now people are starting to fucking be like, oh, shit. It does look like that's what they were doing. And these people are panicking. And so my warning to you is to be ready because there's no end to what they will do to not allow this person to come into power again or to keep their positions of power or accelerate the plan they're already on. When you have an administration who's allegedly cooperating with people in Mexico through an encrypted chat forum, when the polls show that 90% of Americans think that the border is a massive fucking problem and do not want these people here, okay? And they're doing it anyway against the will of their own people. What does that tell you? What does it tell you what they've done over the last three years? where they kept their buddies' businesses open and closed all of yours and your families and your cousins and your friends. And they made life impossible for you, but their buddies who financed their political campaigns and actually own the media outlets, those guys got way richer, right? Mm -hmm. So at what point are people going to wake up and say, fuck, man, this is actually going on and standing the fuck up and saying, bro, this is bullshit. They're going to make it way worse before it can get any better. And it's only going to get worse because people will allow it to get worse. People are misunderstanding how bad this could get. They're misunderstanding that this could literally cause the total destruction of this country. Financially, literally, it could mean death for you. People aren't understanding this. The gravity of the situation. Yeah, like we do not have strategic oil reserves in the right spot. We do not have the proper amount of military equipment. We do not have the proper amount of military our dollars collapsing. We have millions of military-age males coming across the border from other places. Like we, we are, this is legitimately, we are legitimately vulnerable to the point where like you or your children could be in fucking real danger. And that's something that people are not understanding. They're not understanding because we've had it here good for so long that the idea that this could happen is like, out of the realm of the possibility of most Americans. Yeah. And it's happening, and that's why people refuse to look at it, because it's like they can't process what they're seeing because they don't believe it's actually happening because we've had it here for so long. And then the people who are, they're supposed to trust, who they voted for, who they still believe in because they have big hearts, are literally lying to their faces about what their intent is and putting these people in danger. People better wake up, bro. Quickly. Yeah. They better wake up because, dude, this could get so bad. What it, man. People don't know their history either. This has all happened before. 
This could end with a war on our soil or a legitimate genocide. A legitimate genocide. And we're far closer to those things. Than people realize. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're not talking like, oh, in 10 years, oh, in five years. These people will do anything to maintain power. Understand that. If, if Trump wins the election, they will try to use the military to arrest Trump. You see what I'm saying? Like, if he somehow wins, which I don't know that he can because I believe that the systems are compromised, and this is why it bothers me that no state representatives or state governments or national representatives are screaming at the top of their lungs for election security reform, okay? Because if this happens and Trump wins, those people between the time of the election and the time of the inauguration will try to arrest him mm-hmm. and execute him, okay? That's what I believe they will do. These people will stop at nothing. And I believe between now and our election, it will be the most turbulent, the most divisive, the most intentionally racial division that we've ever had in this country. And I believe they will do anything they can to create chaos in the streets. And I don't think anything is off the table for them. That's my personal opinion. Guys, tell us what you think in the comments. Let us know where you're at, uh, where you're standing at. Do you see this coming? Do you not? Uh, Drop it down in the comments for us. But but, uh, that was headline number three. It's time for our final segment of the show. As always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck. That's where we uh, go through an article. We get one of those two uh, Two options, and with that being said, our headline reads, Integrity, college golf star disqualifies himself from U.S. Open over accidental rules violation no one saw. What do you got? Interesting, right? I mean, what do you do? Um, A lion-eyed golf star, Tommy Cole, has become the personification of integrity after disqualifying himself for accidentally violating a rule in an incident that no one else even saw. The University of Illinois star golfer had just set a course record at the Illini Country Club in Springfield on Monday during a local U.S. Open qualifier, uh, and it was a sure thing uh, that he was headed to the qualifying round until he had a realization uh, that made him feel sick to his stomach, Fox News reported. Cole was enjoying his course record score of 62 when he overheard another player talking about how annoying it was to putt on the course greens that had recently been aerated to promote grass growth. The players said the dozens of little holes in the grass made putts unpredictable. Right then, Cole realized he had violated the rules by fixing aeration divots while he played. The rules state that golfers cannot alter the small divots. Realizing he had inadvertently violated the rules, Cole self-reported his violation and disqualified himself. Quote, I felt sick to my stomach, he told Monday Q. Uh, Fox reported, quote, I knew I wouldn't be able to sleep if I didn't tell the rules official. I should know better. It comes down to me. I should know that rule, he added. Cole is a fifth-year senior at Illinois um, and will likely be U.S. Open bound at some point during his golf career. Fox reported that he earned a spot at the All-Big Ten Championships team and was a bronze medalist in the all ten, uh, all Big Ten championship. Uh, fortunately, Cole uh, likely has many years ahead of him, and he can now go with his head held high after earning a reputation as a man of integrity and a deep love of the game. Yeah, I think that's fucking that. awesome. Yeah. I think that's how the world should be. I think that's a great thing. I think it's a great example, and I think it's far more important than him winning a fucking golf tournament. Yeah, for sure. 
So, you know, we talk about personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion. That's personal excellence. Mm. That's saying, hey, all right, I fucked up. I don't deserve this. You know, shooting a 62 course record. I'm a, I don't even know how. That's legendary that. shit, bro. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's legendary shit. Mm. And like, I, it's pretty cool, man. I think it's cool to see. Yeah. But definitely definitely rare things. in today's day and age, right? Yeah, no, no, no doubt. No doubt. No doubt, man. Well, definitely thumbs up for that. Yeah, right? for sure, man. We need more of that. Guys, Andy, that is all I have. Now, guys, make sure you let this sink in because the media is not going to report it. All right? It's up to you to make it go viral and do your own research because there are no coincidences. <laughs> yeah. We're from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold.